Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Entitled mother and daughter try to scam hotel restaurants. I am the food and beverage manager at a hotel that's right next to one of the most beautiful mountains in my country. That said, the hotel is literally in the butt frick middle of nowhere, a 20 kilometer drive from the nearest main road into town. When it comes to bookings for the restaurants, the bookings are made at reception and the information goes in our booking file, which I check every day. I only get hands on involved when the booking consists of 20 or more people. Any less than that are left to the restaurant supervisors as I've started giving them more responsibilities. Now onto the main story. Our reservations manager called me one day asking me to come and take a look at an event that was just booked at our hotel 25 guests a woman our entitled daughter wants to have a birthday celebration for her mother's 52nd birthday i think easy peasy i get in touch with her send her my wine and drinks list she chooses what she wants and prepays for the drinks easy seven thousand bucks okay seven thousand dollars for 25 people would be about three hundred dollars per person i think this might not be american dollars although i'm not sure guys anyway let's continue a week goes by and i get called by the rm the lady has upped her booking to 50 guests now immediately i'm thinking oh snap the space she reserved for her celebration can hold maybe 40 people max and she's bringing a few children as well I get in touch with her again and explain that we'll have to move her to our main restaurant area as the west wing won't accommodate all her guests I advise her that she can gladly choose our private venue, which is downstairs mainly for conferences But she'll have to pay an additional 7,000 bucks for the venue hire. She opted for the restaurants side notes I mentioned the conference space as she wanted identical tables and chairs our restaurant has a mix of styles I absolutely hate it. But anyway, I let her know that will be fine And then I ask if she wants to keep her buffet option the same to finalize what is due to cater for the additional people attending She lets me know that she wants it the same as her original option And I must just let her know what else is outstanding so that she can pay it I'm thinking great awesome client will be a smooth evening as we're getting the finer details done two weeks prior But would I be posting here if that were the case? I chat to the rm We reconcile all her pops and get a final amount due I call this entitled daughter back and let her know that about eight thousand bucks is due She's absolutely shocked and asks, but why so much? This is how the conversation went. Mom, you've only paid 5,000 bucks so far, excluding your drinks. The total amount for the food is 13,250 bucks. Okay, yeah, no way we're in America here. That does seem ludicrous, but anyway. But I've already paid so much money. Why am I being charged so much for the food? Well, you'll have 50 guests and the buffet option you've chosen is 265 bucks per person. This comes to 13,250 bucks. With you already having paid 5,000, this leaves 8,250 bucks due. No, then something wasn't explained to me properly. When I spoke to the RM, she said that the buffet option that I chose, I only have to pay for 30 guests, and then I can add people on if I want. At this point, I'm trying to comprehend what this grown woman has just said to me. Mom, the buffet option that you chose can only be provided if your booking is 30 people minimum. Then every person you add onto that is charged on top. No, no, this was not explained to me properly. I literally facepalm myself. 
Our RM has been doing her job beautifully for the last six plus years. So at this point, I was highly doubting that she explained it in the way that this woman was saying. But I give her the benefit of the doubt, ruling it out as simple miscommunication. We'll get it sorted, right? Insert Donald Trump wrong meme here. She finally accepts that she has to pay the remaining balance, but gives me the silent treatment after that. Over the next two weeks, I text her about certain details that I just want to confirm, but she never responded. Then the event rolls around yesterday. The first supervisor and myself set the restaurant up neatly, move some other tables upstairs to our loft area so that our in-house guests can have a space for dinner without being bothered by the celebration in the main restaurants. The entitled daughter finally shows up at around 11 a.m. with her decorator to get the final touches done. She's very happy with the space, compliments our service, and keeps calling me sweetie, ugh, and then we leave her and the decorating team to do their thing so that we can get the lunch and dinner setups done. I'm nearing an eight hour shift by the time I can finally sit down and just eat. Having worked 12 days in a row now with multiple double shifts, and suffice to say, I'm a little cranky. I do my own scheduling. I'm working a lot due to being understaffed in the restaurant, so I'm there a lot to help my staff. I took one, one bite of my food and my office phone rings. I see that it's the front desk extension. I answer. The receptionist says, Hi, the woman wants to speak to you. At this point, I'm trying not to cry. Okay, I'll be there now. I put my pizza slice down, take a sip of my Red Bull and trot off to reception. I spot the woman standing at reception looking absolutely defeated. I put on my best customer service smile and speak in a sickly sweet voice. Hi, mom. Is everything all right? No, I'm just being told now that I cannot bring my DJ. I stand there, dumbfounded. Well, why was I not told before that I cannot bring a DJ? I've already paid for him, and I don't think I would get my money back as he's already on his way here. But mom, you never mentioned that you were bringing a DJ. No, no, I did. When I did the walk around with your RM, I mentioned that I was going to bring a DJ and she said that it was fine. I've wasted more money now. I give a quick glance towards the front office manager, a silent plea. And now your front office manager is being so rude to me, making me feel like I'm stupid, telling me that it's a public area and obviously a DJ would be a problem. I just look at her, nodding. Like, what am I going to do now? I guide her away from reception, explaining that because this is a hotel, we cannot accommodate a DJ in the restaurant as we have guests that would be disturbed by the music. We have to take our other guests into consideration. She sighs, puts her hand in front of her mouth and just says, is there any way we can get the DJ here? I tell her that the best thing I can do is create a playlist for her on our sound system in the restaurant. She accepts this begrudgingly and wanders off to her decorating team. I shoot a look to the front office manager again and I just see her smirking. I love that woman's no-nonsense attitude. I disappear to my office again, pizza cold by now, and I just frown. I plop down on my chair and shuffle pizza into my mouth, trying to also get as much work done as possible before the start of the event at four o'clock so that I can be present on the floor. 4 p.m. rolls around and I am exhausted. Having worked 10 hours already, I just need to stay around for one more hour to make sure everything is fine and then I can finally slip away. Psych! We set out 58 plates, 50 guests and eight children, as was confirmed, and we let the party begin. They are loud. Oh my god. My first supervisor and my second and myself have to constantly ask for the music to be put softer, for them not to scream that we have guests in the loft area, but this falls on deaf ears. My second supervisor eventually said that if they continue to be too loud, we will have to ask them to leave. This finally kicks in and they tone it down. I make sure my staff are okay, that all areas are covered, and I have a quick chat with a few guests, and I head off for the night. 
I have accommodation in the hotel as I was placed here on a temporary contract to fix the food and beverage department to then be transferred to a hotel in the same group in my city about four hours away. I tried to relax as much as possible, but knowing I have a proper current on my hands, I only stayed away for about an hour. I got dressed in casual clothes and then headed back to the restaurant. What I saw nearly gave me a heart attack. That and the three Red Bulls I've already had at that point. There were easily 60 people flocked in the restaurant, not the 50 that were paid for. I walk into the kitchen and the chefs are visibly panicking. They cannot keep up with the amount of food that's being needed to replenish the buffet station. The executive chef says to me, OP, there are more than 70 people. What is going on? Okay, so I'm going to end the story here as it's already ridiculously long. If this gets enough attention, I'll post an update to finish the story with the rest of the night and also about sour confrontations with the entitled mother and the entitled daughter and her friend the next morning. Oh, wow, really? Like that on that cliffhanger? That is so unfortunate. I guess we're gonna have to wait a few days to see if there's an update. What a shame. Yeah, you really think I'd do that to you? Here's the update. Okay, so after the executive chef was practically pooping her pants, I went to the front office manager's office with a look that screamed emergency. I told her that there are way too many people here. She calmed me down. I too can be a drama queen and grabbed two cigarettes for us to quickly go and smoke. Once back inside, we went upstairs to the loft area that overlooks the restaurant. We did a walkabout and did a head count each. She counted 72, I counted 74, but I was absolutely exhausted so I could have been wrong. She counted again, 72. At that point, she was so tired of this woman and her antics, calling her a chance taker, that she just burst out laughing. She and I went to her office, on our way looking for the entitled woman so I could discuss the extra attendees. I couldn't find her at all. It was a themed event and every single person wore white. A sea of freaking snow almost. I shoot her a text explaining that we have done a headcount and now the additional buffets need to be rung up on her docket and she needs to pay the balance so that we can settle it on the point of sale. I finally spotted her through the tinted window between the office and reception, phone ever so gracefully lighting up her face. She squinted, stared at her phone some more, whispered to the person next to her, then called the second supervisor over to her. Oh boy, here we go. I chat some more with the front office manager and the second supervisor walks in, almost laughing. OP, the entitled daughter is asking for you. I grin at the front office manager and she just wishes me luck. I walk over to our lounge area next to reception where the entitled daughter is sitting with three other ladies, one of which was wearing a big puffy white dress similar to a wedding dress. Ah, you must be the guest of honor. The woman says to me, I'm stressing about this bill now. I was having such a great night. Now I feel like it's just spoils. I look at her holding the check, a nice fat 24,000 something bucks in bold. I snick it internally to myself. This check was her drinks and all buffet. Mom, you informed us that you'd be attending with 50 guests. We have to charge you for the food that your guests have eaten. Now, thank God that we always do keep a fair amount of food in the fridge just in case of emergency because we can just suddenly have a party of 20 people wanting to have lunch on a lastminute.com walk-in. Yeah, but the point of a buffet is that it's all you can eat. The food ran out so quickly. Mom, with all due respect, it would run out quicker than expected due to having to cater for over 70 people instead of 50. We catered for 50 people having at least two and a half portions each. That's an extra 50 odd portions that were unexpectedly needed. This is where the entitled mother finally steps up. She, in her big poofy dress, looks down at me. This is not right. My daughter has paid a lot of money and still treated so poorly. Your service staff are disgustingly rude. 
That lady, your front office manager, is so rude and it's just shocking. Yeah, I don't have this kind of money. And with all my money being wasted on that DJ that I couldn't even get here, I'll not be able to pay on the 31st, four days after her events. My eyes widen a little at this sudden hostility, as I felt I've been very respectful and I've been trying to resolve this amicably. Unfortunately, you will have to settle the balance before you leave the premises, whether that be when you check out tomorrow or leave tonight. We just can't allow you off the property without paying. The entitled mum huffs and puffs and says something to her daughter in a language that I do not understand. A very common language spoken here, but I'm part of the minority that doesn't speak it. Okay, therefore we now know it's probably not America. I tell the front office manager and the second supervisor that these guys need to sign their bill before they leave the restaurant. I'm mentally drained at this point and I peace out for the night. The next morning, a new day full of opportunities to resolve the bitterness from last night. A new day full of promising drama. I'm up early, get dressed and head for the restaurant. It is super quiet and I make myself the most god awful cappuccino I've ever had in my life. I get to work, chat with the executive chef, and being typical women, we gossip about the previous night. And always remember, speak of the devil and you shall step on his tail. My office phone rings. It's reception. I giggle as I answer, eager for some drama. But alas, I was not blessed. The security at the main gate gives each guest a slip with a gate code for when they leave. When a guest loses their slip, a senior manager has to escort the guest to the main gate, confirm the guest has stayed at the hotel, sign their new slip, and off everyone goes. Now, I am lazy as anything. I refuse to walk the 500 or 600 meters to the main gate, so I go to my hotel room, get my car keys, and drive to the main gate. Okay, wow, that is lazy. Oh lord, do I start drawling when I see what I see. It's the wine red colored Mustang GT that the front office manager and I have been eyeing every time we went to smoke. Just pure chef's kiss perfection. Security lets them out. I wish them a pleasant trip and drive back to the hotel. I forgot my cigarettes in my hotel room that morning. So I inform the executive chef that I'm taking my keys back to my room, grabbing my smokes, and then I want to go and freaking smoke. It's nearly 10 a.m. and I need nicotine. On my way to my room, I pass reception. Oh God, there's the entitled daughter, her entitled mum, and their entitled friend. The entitled friend spots me, a little white lady that's been so accommodating to their every insufferable need, and snaps her fingers at me, beckoning me over like a mutt. I stick on a smile, just desperate to go and smoke. Rather wanted to put a fire out of my face than talk to this piece of work. But no, she screams at me. You need to do something about your front office manager. She is the rudest person I've ever dealt with. You need to speak to her. Teach her how to treat guests. I calmly raise my hands, asking her to please keep her voice down and to please explain what happened. She practically spits out a repetition of what she just said. I ask to be excused and slip into the front office manager's office. She is just smirking. This is what she told me happened when I was letting that guest out at the main gate. Another receptionist was helping them finalize payments so that they can check out and just leave to be death eaters elsewhere. The front office manager hears a slight commotion start up and goes to the front desk to ask if she can be of assistance. The entitled mum, her entitled daughter, and their entitled friend just unleash at her, saying that she must not even speak to them. She's rude, and the entitled friend even dared her to come around to this side of the desk, recording her and threatening to post our terrible hotel on Twitter. The front office manager ignored everything after that and stepped back into her office. We contacted the director of operations for our group and explained the whole story. I actually heard him laugh through the earpiece. The front office manager grabs the director of operations business card, hands it to me, and asks me to give it to them, to email him directly about all their concerns. When I stepped out to hand it to them, explaining that we've spoken to him with a slight smile on my face, the entitled friend looks defeated. 
Taking the card, she sets it down on the counter and just walks away. In the beginning, they tried to pay less for more people. Got caught, then still brought more people thereafter. Then it turned to excuses like, oh no, I can't pay, to a flurry of verbal abuse to scare us into dropping the extra charges. After they paid and left, we burst out laughing, wishing, oh so badly wishing, that the hospitality purge thingy could be real, that we get one time a year that we can pepper spray a guest. Anyway, hope you all enjoyed. I sure as frick did, and we made killer money last night, thanks to the entitled mum and entitled daughter finally coughing up what they owed us. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, sweet. So at least you got paid in the end because the worst thing that could possibly have happened here is after all those hours of work, all that food, all that service for 70 plus guests. I mean, can you imagine how much that would have cost on its own? You lose the 24,000 bucks or however much you were owed in whatever currency it is. Still can't quite work it out. If you've got any ideas, guys, let me know in the comments down below. But at least you got paid. So yes, it was a horrible experience, but you got the money and that's ultimately all you can really ask for. I've got to say on the whole, wonderful story, wonderful update. Thank you, OP, for posting it. If you do want more stories like this, check out one on screen and in the description down below, top line. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow for another story that I hope is just as good as this one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.